Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. And now, starting this August, a new adventure from the Cellcast podcast. The Cellcast, the animated series. Throughout the month of August, Jacob and Drew will review the animated series Star Trek Lower Decks as it releases on CBS All Access. Join us, because resistance is futile. The Cellcast, the animated series. Every Tuesday on your favorite podcast catcher. New show, same RSS feed. Welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who uh, just has to get to, a, to an island, Jacob. Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who just finds himself tripping over and over again trying to hit on Nurse Joy. Welcome, Drew. Actually, I'm an Officer Jenny man myself. Okay, then. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> the police officer. Oh, at okay. The, uh, the shore. Okay, gotcha. That said they could oh, go there. Okay, that that check. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Nurse, ain't nurse Joy. <laughs> Officer Jenny, the other character who's in. There's one in every town. All right, all right. Okay, and so, and let me introduce our special guest, a man who just had to break the Pokedex. Welcome, Josh Adams. Thank you for having me. And also, awesome. I'll just say I agree with Drew. I'd rather be Officer Jenny. Because, after all, every time you visit the Pokemon Center, Nurse Joy always says, I hope I see you again. She wants your Pokemon to get hurt. Hmm. Well, that and how badly she scolds Ash at the beginning when Pikachu gets hurt that first time just kind of makes me a little off-put by Nurse Joy. Hmm. Yeah, Because Officer Jenny just helped the whole time. <laughs> anyway. Alright. How are you doing, man? I'm doing alright. Awesome, man. All right, so uh, welcome to the Cellcast. Uh, obviously, you know because you're a, you're a listener. You you chime in and you you uh, you have these like you're you're always uh, part of the community. You're always talking about stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we're really excited. In fact, in fact, I think you're like the one of two people who is the most prolific uh, people in our community besides Jacob and myself. Yeah. Well, or at least I see more comments from you and Audie than I do from anybody else. Yeah, that or uh, Heather. Yeah, Heather, I see that, yeah. that too, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, welcome to the show, man. Uh, all right, so we are going to go into kind of a quick fire um, session where you're not giving any of these answers in advance, just coming off the top of your head. Okay. Be like, you're, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure with this. All right, so what was the first cartoon movie you saw in theaters as a kid? Oh, um... I honestly don't remember. It's oh, like every movie I can remember as a kid going to see was live action. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what, what, what what would be the live action one then? Just for curiosity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's, what's the live action one? 
Honestly, I think the earliest memory of a live action of a movie I remember seeing in theater was the live action Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay. That's an interesting I, one. I'm sure yeah. I I'm sure I saw stuff before that, but it's the furthest back I can remember. Okay. All right, what is your favorite cartoon growing up? My favorite cartoon growing up would have And it can't be Pokémon. <laughs> uh I'd have to say probably either Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. or Animaniacs. Okay. <laughs> so kind of a mix between yeah. us two. Yep. Yeah, because... Um, well, I mean, I felt like we didn't watch both as kids. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, well, in my defense, I didn't like Animaniacs as a kid. I didn't. And, but you've uh, matured. I've, I've you matured like and it. I've grown. Be like, I liked Wacko's Witch. Wish... So if you want to hear that review yeah, to our listeners, like go back, back and their ways. yeah, go back and check that one out. Right, I, I was yeah, I was very surprised by that one. And uh, Bat- Batman the Animated Series, I actually have all of this, all the entire series, nice. seasons one through four. Nice. Yeah. and I got it free. I got it as a uh, a gift. I will say, Animaniacs is better when you're grown because you get more. Yeah, you get all yeah, the I would, jokes. I would agree now, with you on that. I will say, while Animaniacs was a great show, my love of that show eventually got its own spinoff called Pinky and the Brain. Yes. That is my, that was what I loved as a kid. That was, that was always my favorite segment. I loved the uh, when it got its own series. And also, just recently news that Anima- Animaniacs is coming back on Hulu. Yep. Yes, I am looking Original forward to Original voice cast and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That is awesome. All right. So, back to the quick fire. Yes. All right. So, what is your favorite animated movie currently? Ooh, probably Lego Movie or Lego Movie 2. Okay. Interesting choice. Interesting. All right. Very cool. Who's your favorite character in that movie? In the Oh, Batman. Of course. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. You like the Lego Movie and Lego Movie 2 for but, Batman. But you didn't choose the Lego Batman. Movie. Yeah. Hey, interesting. It, you said top of my head; those were the first two that popped up. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, what is the most recent animated series, anime or American or what have you, series you have currently watched? Most recently watched. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Nice. Okay, That's on Netflix. Okay, I have not seen that one yet. Uh, is it an English dub yet? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. yeah. It, okay. It was released worldwide with an English dub. Oh, okay. Because uh, Netflix, in Japan, I think it was still done on OS. All right. So. If I'm remembering correctly. All right. So, anime or American cartoons? That depends on my mood. Because to That's me, both fair. have. That is fair. Both have strengths. Both have weaknesses. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh. Let's go studio wide. Uh, Disney or Pixar? Well, they're owned by. They're basically the same. No, no they're, they're not. not. Hey, Disney. It, Pixar, Disney owns Pixar. Pix, yes, Disney owns Pixar, but they let Pixar do their own thing. True. True. Not true enough. Uh, I have to go between those. Probably, King... probably Pixar. Okay. okay. All right. Sky Blue Studios or Illumination. I'm picking. <laughs> I mean, we are picking That's between. That's a tough one and something else that has a okay track record. <laughs> I think I might have to, I think I'd go with Illumination. Okay. Right, that's what I would okay. go with. I got gotcha. you. All right. Our you throw one in there. Dreamworks. Nice. Nice. 
And if I can remember Paramount's animation thing, I'd ask you on that. I remember Paramount's. Because right. they've released very, very little. What is the one animated movie or TV series you go to just whenever you just want to chill and relax? That's another good question. Uh, I am. I think I'd have to say Yu-Gi-Oh! Probably. For me, it's just an easy... There's a name that's going to be coming up, showing up a lot like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's, I think that's it. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Correction. Uh, 2D or 3D animated? Again, that's going to go fully on my mood. I love both. Fair enough. Okay. Off well, the top of your head. Off the top of your head. How does the mood strike you right at this moment? Yeah. What's your mood now? Probably 2D. Okay, okay. nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then I have a question that I kind of informed y'all about ahead of time because I wanted some thought. But let's say you're starting your Pokemon journey right now, knowing everything you currently know about Pokemon, and you can only pick between the Gen 1 starters to start to start off with, that being Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Pikachu, Eevee. Who do you pick and why? Oh, I'm going first on this? Yes, you're the okay. guest. You always get to go first. Okay. Hands down, Eevee. Because, okay. mo- mm. Partially because Eevee is just my all-time favorite Pokemon. Mm. Understandable. And plus, uh, as you said, because uh, I'd asked you earlier, and you said about uh, that, you know, any Eeveelution, but I can only get one. That gives me right, Sylveon. Right, because Dittos for some reason are... Yeah, Dittos for some reason are not around, so we can't have... The whole team. Right. So I would, you know, that gives me my favorite, which is Sylveon. You know what? That was actually going to be my guess if you if I knew I was going to be able to pick Eevee. <laughs> uh, the, but the more I got to thinking about it, my choice I actually ended up being Charmander. Mm-hmm. Because I love Mega Charizard X from uh, the sixth generation. I... That was just one of my favorite Pokemon from that uh, generation. So, of course, I have to go with Charmander. And let's face it, who as a kid didn't kind of want Charizard? <laughs> True. The, no- the non-dragon dragon. Yes, Jacob. All right. Mine will be pretty easy. Gobamon. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a funny little seal. He's a smart <laughs> elk. He's a smart elk. And who does, a, who does not love going, Vikings? I knew he was going to do this. <laughs> Digimon rocks. Okay. <laughs> Real answer, genius. You know, but I will say, I can't help it. All right, uh, Squirtle. Okay, like he's be like, he's a water type. He's a turtle, and that reminds me of Ninja Turtles. So yeah, Squirtle. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So let's get into what we've been watching. And since you're our guest, uh, Josh, what have you been watching? Well, it's not animated, but that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Me and my dad have been watching through uh, the CW's Flash. Oh, okay. It's my where like, where, second or third second or third time watching through it. My dad's first. Okay. Mm. What season you're on currently? Uh, uh, still on season one. Oh, okay. We're just yeah, watching yeah. like a few episodes every day. Okay, that's cool. Get some bonding time in. Awesome. Uh, anything else? Uh, not really. All right. All right. Jacob. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Give me one moment. Besides Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> that that was fantastic. That was really, really good. 
Uh, would highly recommend it to anybody. That's just really, really fun. And if you're having a hard time finding it, go to uh, Right Stuff Anime. They got it for like 30 bucks for the yeah. whole season. It's a better deal than you'll get on Amazon. All right. Uh, most recently, I watched... Uh, now, this is not animated. Uh, Halloween 2018. I watched that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> for our review. I have opinions. Yeah. But we'll um, save them for that podcast on yes. another show. Yeah, go if you're if you're interested in that our that review, uh, go to our uh, go check out uh, Movie of the Week podcast. You mm-hmm. can find them on most platforms. Along with the other movie we watched for that, which was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get down here! <laughs> you can go check that out on you know the Movie of the Week podcast wherever you find uh, podcasts available. Whenever that episode, those yeah, episodes, come yeah, out. whenever they drop. Um, you can, I'd be mean, like, yeah, go check that out. It's pretty fun. Uh, also I did watch, speaking of Pokemon, I did watch the, uh, I think it's the third movie, the, the, what they call the third movie, the Pokemon, the movie three. Yeah. Pokemon movie three, the mystery of the mystery unknown, of the unknown. Yep. Mystery, mystery of the worst Pokemon. Yes. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I hate the unknown. Uh, I, I, I have... would like to say something about that. Dunsparce is awesome in his own way. I have no who you're talking about. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> technically, Shedinja is uh, the, the worst health. Wash your mouth out with a soap, young man. I said Shedinja. <laughs> hey, Shedinja is awesome. I didn't say he wasn't awesome, because he is awesome. But I'm just saying. Well, I mean, yeah, he, only having all, one those hit are all better. Th- those are all better than Unknown, which you Learned. have to have their own little decks for every single letter of the, Ameri- of the English alphabet. And punctuation. Yes, and, well, two punctuation. Wow. There is actually a font you can download. I, I can imagine. I can imagine. Be like Pokemon, Pokemon as a franchise is enormous. Yeah. I think, what, it's like one of the fourth? It's like the fifth it's or sixth? It's the most, it, it's the uh, franchise, a franchise that make, that actually grosses the most world right now. Yeah, exactly. And it is next year celebrating its 25th anniversary. Which Yeesh. is crazy. That is crazy. Anyway. Yeah. So did you not also? Uh, yeah. Came out in oh yeah, that's right. I did. I did. Uh, I'd I, I I'd watch that. Why you watched one and three, but didn't? Yeah, no, no, no. Be like uh, the the reason I said three because I could post that one on on Letterbox. On Letterbox. So if you're not following us on Letterbox, go check that out. Ironically, I have still not watched two, but I saw three years ago on Tsunami. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw two like years ago, years and years ago, and. Uh, and so I watched it again. Now, granted, I never watched Pokemon growing up. Be like, my, I was I was a Digimon fan. I still am a Digimon fan. And that is fair, if yes. even though you're wrong. Eh. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon uh, 2000. There again, we all have opinions. Huh? Pokemon 2000 was... I have mixed feelings I don't even on know what movie. happens in it. It's some, some rich guy goes around collecting, you know, the big rare Pokemon. Uh, the Pokemon legendary the birds. Legends. Yeah, Be- legendary uh, birds. Because like of so because when he was a kid, he got an ancient Mew card. Hmm. So it's every Pokemon trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is what I have been watching. What have you been watching, Drew? Uh, along with the things you mentioned uh, that I had watched podcast mm-hmm. and irresponsible Captain Tyler. Yes. Uh, I still not wanna, much. I still want to buy them. <laughs> uh, I have been watching through, like I said, uh, last Star Trek. Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a rewatch because I've just 
I'm really feeling the need to go back through that since we're also watching uh, Lower Decks for the TV for yeah. the animated series. Yeah. So Go check that out, by the way. I, I've, I've been in a Star Trek mood, so I started, let's say, I decided, well, let's try watching through. Ah, I used to be able to do it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Yeah. Gang signs. <laughs> Colors. <laughs> I am so not a geek. Not not gangsta. Yeah, you're you're more geek than anything. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what I've been watching. But I am going to throw in there that I recently started playing Final Fantasy again. So ah, that's been taking up some of my time. A little bit, just a touch. So yeah, there's that. Uh, we got anything else before we jump into the news? Uh, not that I know of. Right, well, then what do we have in the news? Okay, a uh, little bit actually. All right, so in the news. Warner Brothers Animation has announced the voice cast for the upcoming animated feature Batman, Soul of the Dragon, a 1970, 1970 set adventure which ex, uh, exclusively produced by Br- Bruce Timm, the guy who created Batman the Animated Series and everything that followed that. Nice. So that's kind of curious. Is it in the DCAU or not? Probably not, but that's interesting because Tim uh, Bruce Timm is attached. Mm. Uh, let's see. Let's get down to more of a summary. Batman, uh, Soul of the Dragon is original story set in the 1970s era, which puts the Cape Crusader DC hero against the deadly menace from his past, which with help of three former classmates, world renowned martial artist, Richard Dragon, Ben Turner, and Lady Shiva. Lady Shiva? Lady Shiva. Summon ice? No, she's like one of the most kick butt dc characters there is okay <laughs> all right so this is supposed to be slated for i think it's sometime i think this november i think i could be wrong but uh uh stay tuned for that all right all right so everybody likes jurassic park right yeah well i know that jurassic park is scary in the dark all the wild yeah that is true that is the tendency of happening on Someone jurassic let t-rex bend. yeah yeah i'm now quoting a weird owl song for no good reason <laughs> All right, so uh, on Netflix, debuting September 18th, uh, we'll have Jurassic World Camp Carnivorous. Uh, upcoming. Because that's what we need a show about kids running away from dinosaurs. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, so uh, it'll debut on Netflix. Um, it serves as the official. Uh, it serves as the first official series for Jurassic Park series. Uh, set during the events of Jurassic World. The series follows three, six teenagers who have become stranded on Isla Nearbar after numerous dinosaurs escape their habitats. I wonder where it's going to go from there. A lot of screaming, running. Now, see, now here's my Just question. A certain, a certain blue velociraptor going up. Yeah, probably. Chasing them. Probably. Because it got away from Chris. Yeah. Now, here's my question. It's six well, teenagers, but do they no, have they, attitudes? they don't have attitudes. <laughs> Who knows? You never hey, know. Well, it's it six teenagers, wearing, and it's about it's, dinosaurs. Is, is this one is Power Rangers. Red, blue, black, pink, <laughs> yellow, yellow, green, maybe white. No, that would be. That's when they switch to the ninjas. That's for the sequel, Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to, to be fair, Tommy got the white powers before uh, before they became ninjas, like a good bit before. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, not the ninja one. That's that's the. Uh, it's the Chinese martial arts themed season that's based off of of uh, Dai Renja. I just can't. They they just only use yeah the, uh, when they when they got the Thunder Zords. 
Yeah. Anyway, after <laughs> now that I've shown more of my tokusatsu love. Ah, uh, it's all right. I'll be like, it It dawned on me, like, when we were recording, it's like, oh, yeah, Josh and <laughs> Josh and uh, Drew have a, a few more commonalities. <laughs> yes. It happens. It does happen. All right. So, going into kind of a sequel that's been in the running, been in production maybe for the last, how many years? Ten years? Yeah, ten years. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to read it. Go so, ahead, yeah. read it. I just... I'm just being. I'm just providing commentary. All right, so uh, maybe maybe you've heard of this. Maybe it's maybe this anime called a couple of years ago called Inuyasha. Yeah. Ah. All right, so Sick apparently, Doit! Thanks. <laughs> Don't ever do that. <laughs> Moving right along. All right, so the sequel series is called, and I'm probably gonna butcher it. Yash. Uh, pronounce that. Oh, I just call it Princess Half Demon. There we go. All right. <laughs> I don't. All right. I'm not even going to try to use the Japanese name. All right. So starting over. It's like more like Yasuhime or something like that. Yeah, Yasuhime. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the sequel is called Princess Half Demon. Uh, uh, it's just been announced. Uh, the series is dated to be released on October 2020, and in fall uh, 2020 during the season. Uh, the story is set years in the future, features the daughters of several um, featured characters from the original series. Uh, it is being produced by uh, Studio Sunrise, which is best known for animated series like Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. uh, Code Geass, and Tiger and Bunny. Hmm. And Gundam. And Gundam. True. And, I didn't think about that. <laughs> and Sergeant Frog. What is Sergeant Frog? Oh, I love Sergeant Frog. You to. Okay, gotcha. If I wish my DVDs had decided to be stupid, because now I don't have a copy. Hmm. But anyway. All right. So that is all we have in the news. Unless you have something else. Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Do you have anything? Know of anything, Josh? That we might have missed? No. All right. All right. So that just leaves us getting into the spoiler-free section of our review for the movie. Pokemon, the movie. Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yes. I I would say this is probably the longest title we've had for a film so far. I think give it time. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll find something. So, yeah, Pokemon, the movie, uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on this movie? My Spoiler-free-wise. Th- uh, Spoiler-free-wise. Uh... I have to say that because uh, a certain other guest <laughs> did not listen to the word spoiler-free. We had to edit out, like, half of his thoughts <laughs> at the very beginning. Come on. My thoughts are that this, if you are a fan of the anime, you will more than likely like the movie because it is like a high budget episode. Very much so. True. And yeah. it's one of the few that's still technically canon, isn't it? It's, I can get into I mean, that. My thoughts on that in the spoiler part, once we talk okay, about we'll the movie. get into that we'll get into that when we get there i will just say um, it's it's canonicity is questionable i would say there's nothing in the movie that says it's not canon fair enough but admittedly i've not watched the movies or any other subsequent episodes that uh, mewtwo has shown back up in until detective pikachu's i will say there was an episode in the anime that acted as a pseudo sequel to this movie yes. Or at least, I know, I know there was an episode 
that aired like that was kind of a sort of prequel, or at least it was a teaser because we got to see, you get to see Gary fighting. Yeah, like you two, and yeah, that, it is butt whooped, and they, you get to see almost a redo of that animation in this at the beginning yep. of this movie. Even though, if I remember correctly, that episode ended up releasing uh, here in America after the movie. Long after the movie, because they decided to start like after most of the original game was done, because Brock was no longer there, and they brought in Tracy. Tracy. I have no yeah. idea why, because Brock is so much of a better character. I actually know why they got rid of Brock. Because, they, because the Japanese people that made it were afraid that he would be perceived as racist towards Japanese people. That's so weird. That is odd. It's just because it I'm is. assuming his eyes are yeah, because of his closed eyes. all the time. It's... But honestly, I don't even see him as Asian, so... I'm... Or any more differently Asian than anybody else. He just likes his jelly donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to bring that up. This is one of the weirdest... Uh, Dubs? <laughs> censorships is what it is yeah pretty much well, the americanization yeah americanization there we go. that's a good word that the show ever did and probably probably the strangest one four kids ever did until they changed the opening to one piece into a rap oh that well from my perspective i thought it was a very interesting little rap be like i've watched like one episode is okay this is weird and oh. didn't watch it again until like well, many years later glor- that, that rap is glorious on its own merit oh it's yeah absolutely, absolutely ridiculous but that, it is the horrible opening for it, a television show the bad part especially is, that television show the bad part is i have a friend who prefers that theme song to the vic mignana saying we are which is the English. It's the Eng- English English uh, localized, the, localized version of the Japanese theme. Yeah, they they just uh, took the Japanese theme and translated into translated it into English, and it works. Yeah, like it is. I think it's a beautiful I mean, song. They are or, they are both good. They both have their merits, I'll say. But let's face it, human beings tend to like the first things, especially very true. If they watch the show as a kid, and that's the version that's in their memories. It's the same reason why I have a fond uh, memory of Rock the Dragon for the opening of Dragon Ball Z than uh, Chala. Chala Head Chala. Even mm. though I like both songs for their own. Well, for me, I mean, even though I first introduction to One Piece was the four kids one, I just prefer to pretend it doesn't exist. And that is fair. That is very fair. That is not one of their best... That's not even a good dub they've done. I mean, they changed a character's name. They turned a cigarette into, into a, a lollipop. lollipop. They com- they completely changed a black guy into a white guy. Yep. Really? Yeah. Because it was too close to blackface. So they oh. recolored him to be a, okay, a I white character. I, um... But the thing is, they didn't fix the lips. So he just looks like he's fat-lipped for no good reason. I'm honestly... And it's not even that good in edits. I am honestly scared to have known what they would have done with uh, Frankie and Brooke. I didn't get far enough into One Piece, either version, to know who that is. Okay, so all I can... I'll admit, I have watched probably the first 20 episodes of One Piece, and then I realized, hang on, they just released episode 300 on Funimation.com. I don't have that kind of life. I, I will say <laughs> to get to, to put into this. I've got enough long 
long animes to keep me busy. Frankie so, is a si- Frankie is a cyborg that is powered by cola. Nice. And Brooke is a perverted Wait. skeleton. Okay, it's better than the character. That is the ship's music. That is the ship's musician. All right. All right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here for a second because Drew sent me the most amazing intro a couple of like a year ago. Oh. So what happened was like, I don't dude, you dude, a year ago. yeah, roughly. So Drew sent me like, dude, you're gonna love this. So it's what if kids what was it oh yeah you, kid, you're kid, talking about kids the w kids anime yeah uh, of evangelion yes oh. oh my gosh it is so funny <laughs> you do need to go look that up it if is you've funny never seen it, it is so funny it is funny is it is how they would have tried to change that yeah well i mean and then for and then for fun go watch the king of the hill evangelion crossover uh, propane genesis evangelion I have never seen Evangelion, so... Oh! Just know it's the most pretentious anime that's ever been created. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's pretentious. A little bit. And that can rub people the wrong way. Yeah. And it is the most pretentious. Well... I'm a, I'm a little biased because I'm more... I'm, it I'm was a, your first. We it, understand. Me, preferably, when it comes to Evangelion... Um... Uh, I, I like the original dub. I like the original dub now. Which is fair. Yeah, it's fair enough. Be like, that's the Netflix the, dub is not bad. No, it's... little I've watched. Uh, I've watched a little bit of it. Uh, having heard the original voiceovers, voice dub, the dub, uh, I prefer the original, but that's just me. Or you can go and watch the uh, uh, Rebuild series. No. Why? I suck. <laughs> As someone who has watched both... Yeah. And having no bias towards either one, yeah, I still prefer the the television show. Oh, okay. To those movies. All right. Um. So either way, either way. Um. I don't know. Something about Evangelion. Yeah. Wow, we got sidetracked. Very much. Really sidetracked. Back to Pokemon. Yeah, back to Pokemon. (laughs) Well, for coming back to Pokemon, it's Psyduck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, we didn't have the first part of that. No, we didn't. All right, so... Oh, dude, we gotta do that at the intermission. <laughs> okay. All right, um... Doesn't matter, no one will be able to know what Pokemon I'm holding up. That's right. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, 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 we'll take a picture of it and put it, in, put it up there. I'll have to silhouette it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just don't pull a like, Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge. Come on! What? <laughs> don't pull a Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge. Who's that Pokemon? It's Mokuba! Really? Yeah. Okay. He's probably not seen Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. No, I've I have only just recently introduced him to Dragon Ball Z Abridged. If, if you like Dragon I've Ball Z I've watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged before. <laughs> be like, I enjoy Dragon I'll be like, now for the, I think it was the last episode we did, which was yeah. uh, Dead Zone. Dead Zone. I watched Abridged after that, and I died laughing. It was so good. If you like if you like uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, you'll love Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Yeah, oh, okay. You do not have to know the story to follow, follow what's going on. Oh, okay. It is just goofy. All right. Like the show. Okay. But Yu-Gi-Oh! So Abridged is the, is the original Abridged series. Yeah. I gotcha. So, my little career. Yep. All right. So my, non-spo- my uh, non-spoiler uh, reaction, or uh, my, my thoughts, my thoughts for non-spoiler. Mm-hmm. Pika? Pika. Pika. <laughs> I'm slightly confused. Either way, 
confused. <laughs> you ain't kidding, brother. Um, I'd watched this movie several years back. I think I watched it on Toonami or something like that, which mm-hmm. were most people probably watch this. Or you watched well, it mean, on the it WB on, or something like that. It would have showed on Kids WB for a time, yeah. too. See, that's the strange thing. It first started airing on Kids WB. Right. And Warner Brothers is the one uh, pre- released all the movies over here. And yeah. it still is the ones over here. Right. Or the, the DVDs. Through, yeah. Through uh, their subs. Their, yeah. yeah. When Kids WB crashed, mm-hmm. because WB crashed, they moved it from there to Cartoon Network where it, for a number of seasons. And then, for some unknown reason, and I did not mean the pun there, they moved it to Disney Channel. It is currently airing on Disney actually, Channel. Really? Actually, I think yeah. the most recent season is a Netflix exclusive. Oh, did, that makes more sense, actually. Yeah. That's where kids are going to uh, watch Pokemon it. Journeys. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon Journey, Pokemon... I think it's, it's a the, red and blue. It's, it's the Sword and Shield uh, mm-hmm. adaptation. It, yeah. It, but with or that, they, are with they on having Let's Go, very Pikachu little to do with Sword and Shield. Well, it's not like Sun and Moon had much to do with that game True. either. Well, no, I mean, uh, from what I can, what I've seen of it, they don't spend that much time in the gala in the gala region. Then what's the point? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, fair. But it's... then, then I haven't watched the Pokemon anime since Indigo League, so because <laughs> that would have been around the time I was kind of not having time to watch television or was watching other channels. Mm. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Um... I enjoyed it for the most part, having really no real grounding in Pokemon. Obviously, I knew Ash. I knew Pikachu. Uh, I didn't really know any of the characters. Obviously, I kind of got to know them a little more during watching the film. Um, And I was like, okay, we're following. We're going after this mysterious Pokemon who's really powerful and interesting. And now as more of an adult... It's like, okay, I, I appreciate the film for what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, understanding uh, much more of the the lore of Pokemon. There again, I'm still a Digimon fan. Um, I, 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 I will I, say this about po- about Digimon. The anime, I think, was better made. Right. The games were so... No. Okay. Yeah, this, this could literally turn into a huge debate. Let's not go there. <laughs> we will save that for a short later on. Exactly. Along with about 500 other topics we've talked about. <laughs> right. Um, so, be like, I, li- I like some of it. There is a huge problem I have with it. Uh, there's there's a huge problem I have with it, which I'll go into the dislikes on the other side. On the other side. Um, there's, there's some tender moments. There's some, okay, this was interesting to, huh? Like I said, Pika? Wait, what? <laughs> this can be explained, maybe. 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 Just maybe. <laughs> either way. Either way. Uh, there's parts I like. There's parts I dislike. But uh, overall, I think it was it was a, an entertaining movie for what it was. All right. This is just a fun movie, in my opinion. Uh, it is just another chapter in Ash's journey. One that admittedly... Well, no, I'm not going to say that. But it is just another chapter <laughs> in his journey. Uh, so it is nice that that's kind of all it is. It just happens to involve the biggest psychic Pokemon that was ever graced our lives back when this was going on. Um, so yeah, I mean, this movie was a big event. I did not get to see it in theaters, unfortunately. Yeah. And plus, my parents didn't understand why I had any interest, so I kind of just never brought it up. But, uh... 
yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun show. It's a fun movie. It does what it, I think, set out to do, which is be Pokemon, a, a, a movie based on the anime, which is all it really needed to be. Right. Unlike some other animated movies that four kids was involved. Um, so yeah, it's just a fun movie. And I enjoy it for what it is. All right, so go ahead. Yeah, so that's going to bring us to the end of the spoiler-free section, unless anybody has something to add before we cut over. Uh, I don't got anything. All right. So join us on the other side as we will get into our spoiler section on uh, reviewing Pokemon, the the first movie. following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Listener discretion is advised. Pokemon, the first movie, was directed by Kunihiko Uyama for the Japanese, uh, for the animation, uh, well, and the Japanese version of the film. Uh, he actually directed a lot of other Pokemon movies and many episodes of the Pokemon anime. So I was, you know, the only thing I could find that he had done that really wasn't Pokemon that I didn't have to dig far for was something called Rudolph, the black cat. Huh? And I don't know what it is. So there's that. The uh, English version of the movie was written, was directed by Michael Hagney. He also uh, was one of the uh, uh, writers for it. And uh, he directed the English versions of both Pokemon the Movie 2000 and Pokemon the Movie 3. Got it. It was written by Takeshi Shudo for the Japanese version. And the only other thing I really saw was uh, an anime in Japan that never made it over here called Magical Princess Minky Momo. Okay. You ought to look this one up. Because this one is the story behind this anime is crazy. Okay, that's just a suggestion. Apparently, on the fin- every time they try to show the finale over in Japan in reruns, there's an earthquake. Okay, the quote Captain Spock being fascinating. Yeah, that it's an it, it's a weird anime. But anyway, uh, the English version was written also by Norman J. Grossfield. And the only thing I found that he had written besides Pokemon was a documentary called Masters of the Martial Arts presented by Wesley Snipes. Okay, then. Yeah. And uh, it was also written by John Tuhi, who would go on to write the adaptations for Kirby Right Back At Ya and Sonic X. Hmm. It is, of course, based on the video game series created by uh, Game... uh, uh, made by Game Freak, Creatures Incorporated, and uh, Ninten- published by Nintendo. That was, And the whole th- the entire concept was create- created by a guy named Satoshi Tajiri, who is still the game's main directors for the part. Okay. The music for the English version was uh, written by John Loeffler, who did a bunch of NASCAR documentaries, Ralph Shucklett, who wrote the music for Sonic X, and Wayne Sharp, who would go on to write some music for the CBS Evening News with Jeff Glore and Face the Nation. The weirdest connections in this That thing. is... <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so getting into the cast. We've got Veronica Taylor playing Ash Ketchum, a female scientist, a com- the computer, 
and Fuji and Fuji's wife. And she would go on in Dragon Ball Super to play the character of Ribrianne. She is also the voice of April O'Neil in the Four Kids Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. I should like that series. Jay Goad plays Mewtwo and Dr. Fuji, and in something called 54, he plays a character named Buck, and that's the only thing I can find for him. Mm. Uh, Rachel Lillis plays Misty, Jesse, and Wigglytuff, and she would uh, go on to play uh, Utena Tenjo in Revolutionary Girl Utena. Eric Stewart played Brock, James, Squirtle, Weezing, Scyther, Hitmonlee, Tentacruel, Magneton, and a male scientist, and he is most well known for playing Seto Kaiba in Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, Meta Knight in Kirby Right Back At Ya. WB guy. Four kids guy. Four kids guy. They reused a lot of voice actors. I gotcha. Uh, Madeline Blastine, who apparently was a guy when they originally did the uh, played Raymond, Meowth, and Alakazam. And uh, he apparently also played the president in Shadow the Hedgehog and Solomon Moto in Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is uh, Yugi's grandfather. Hmm. Uh, Ik- Ikue Otani is the worldwide voice of Pikachu and everything that's ever had that character need to speak. Pika? Precisely. Uh, she would go on to play uh, Morgana in the Japanese vert dub of Persona 5. Merle and Escaflone, and is this week's Kingdom Hearts connection, Bam! as in the Japanese version of Kingdom Hearts 2, she played Vivi. Oh, okay. I knew, I knew one was going to come up. I knew it. But literally, that was the only one that's actually heard in the English dub, and she's not even, didn't come and re-record Really? Yeah. They just use her... Use they the, just used what, the, what she recorded for the Japanese version, and then edited everyone else around it. Well... But like apparently but she is, but she does still have a decent another uh, separate voice career from Pokemon, despite the fact I can't believe she needs it. <laughs> so apparently she's the only one who can. She's the only one who's ever voiced Pikachu outside of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, a little. And that's an entirely different reason. A little yellow <laughs> rat, whatever he is, electrical rodent. <laughs> He's a re- electrical rodent. Yes. Okay. There's a tendency of frying everything within a uh, a large radius. That's how he shows his love. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, Ted Lewis plays Giovanni, Corey, and a male scientist. Uh, he played Escargoon and King DDD in Kirby Right Back At Ya, and is the voice of Bakura in Yu-Gi-Oh! Lee Quick plays Officer Jenny, and in the anime Twin Angels, she played a character by the name of Ai Amatsu. And uh, Megan Hollingshead plays Nurse Joy, and she would go on to play My Valentine in Yu-Gi-Oh! Hello, Nurse! So, yes. What's our stuff for this episode? Alright, stuff and info. Alright, on IMDb, it has a 6.3 out of 10, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it is a 15, and its audience score is a 63. That actually sounds about right! Just about! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Uh, About what I expected, anyway. Where are you able to view it? I really don't know. Uh, you can still buy the Blu-rays out yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Viz Media is the company that's handling yeah, all the distribution of it. Yeah, they're the ones right I now. I know that the Indigo League anime on uh, Netflix. Netflix yeah. 
and the remake of this movie is exactly. also on Netflix. Yes, yeah, which I've watched. It was pretty good. It was very close to this uh, original. The, the the actual 2D anime, I do not know where it is. I uh, would assume it's also on Netflix. But it I is not. Certain. Yeah. It is okay. not also yeah, on I, Netflix. Yeah, I double-checked that. It wasn't. Uh, uh, you can buy, you can probably find it on Amazon. You can yeah, you, have find find Amazon. Amazon. you have to buy, buy it, it but yeah. it is on Amazon Prime. Okay, okay. So that's how I, I ended up watching well, it. Well, thank you. Okay, awesome. All right, so production was done by OLM, formerly known as Oriental Light and Magic. Mm-hmm. Original, right? Well, that was Four Kids's production name, so yes. Okay, gotcha. All right, so there is the animation was done by Toei, I believe. Okay, so I find this very fascinating. Okay, they are probably known for Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. They were made for this, because this is what established four kids. Okay, so what other anime do you think that they did? Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. What about a little class called Berserk? I didn't watch Berserk. Yeah, they create, they're the ones who did Berserk. Or the English so, version of Berserk? No, they, no they, like, they, they actually made it. They actually made... They actually made Berserk. I may, be, I may have this confusing. Possibly. But continue. I, I, just, I thought that was fascinating. He's like, okay, you get little Pikachu, and then be like, I'm going to cut your head off. Berserk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, All right. Oh, never mind. That is not a four kid like I thought it was. It is an actual anime in Japan. Mm-hmm. So right. everything I said about Toei. All right, so it was distributed by Toei. Which is obviously Pokemon. Uh, it's uh, My Hero Academia, Psychopaths, Psychopaths, not Psychopath. Um, um, Enlighten me. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Z. GT. Mm-hmm. Super. That is true. The entire franchise. <laughs> Kame Meha. Next episode in Dragon Ball Z. And their live action ver- uh, contingent makes Super Sentai and Common Rider and. That is true. Essentially Master works Rider. with Saban to do out do Power Rangers and Master Rider. Yeah, they, that they've, lasted long. Yeah, they've they've done a little bit. Just they've, a touch. Just a touch. Just, just a, a touch. touch. All right, so they're just one of the most major companies out there. That is true. <laughs> also, they helped animate Muppet Babies. <laughs> I did not I like did, Muppet Babies. <laughs> I did that just so I could get that reaction. Out of you. I did not like the movie as uh, did not like that series as a kid. Let's just say that. All right, it's understandable. So, all right, so America, it was like obviously by uh, Warner Brothers under the Kids WB banner. All right, so it was originally released in Japan on July eighteenth, nineteen ninety-eight, and in North America on November tenth, nineteen ninety-nine. All right, let's get into the budget. All right, mm-hmm. so the budget is kind of it's odd because we we get two different numbers, so I'm going to give you both numbers. All right, so. I'm sure there's a Japanese one. And oh, it's there's American two different one. ones. There's two different ones. Okay. And so I'm just going to give you both. And so you can just make your... Oh, I bet one is for the sh- that we didn't get in the version. No, but I, I think it's all together, I think. Okay. So just bear with me. All right. So it may, it had a budget, estimated-wise, uh, 350 million yen, or uh, converted is 5 million. Mm-hmm. Or it had a budget of 30 million. Okay. All right. So, it's U- opening U.S. because uh, I couldn't find any of its Japanese openings anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had uh, $31. million on November 14th, 1999. 
Its U.S. gross was $85.7 million. Its worldwide gross was $163.6 million. It's definitely made its money back in spades. Yeah. And definitely how much, how big this well, franchise this is. Well, this was when Pokemon was at the height of its, of its initial fandom. Yeah, that is true. Initial popularity. All right. So, going into a little more of that, its home release, it sold... 110 uh, million uh, home video units in the United States, mm-hmm. including 4.2 million VHSs sold that earned altogether, and this is by the year 2000, $58.8 million. Yeah, I'd say they made some money. Yeah, they definitely made just like in they, they were they were rolling in that pokey dose, that pokey dough. They were rolling in the pokey dollars. Yes, Poke dollars. I didn't know what they were called, <laughs> but well, either technically, way. yen. I think. Well, no, I don't it, think the the, ga- the games ever said what that currency was called. It has a English. different uh, symbol than yen. Right. So I don't know what it is. It, it's Poke dollars. Commonly referred to amongst I, the fandom as Poke dollars. Okay, that works. All right, good deal. So that is all Admittedly, I have. I'm not that deep in the fandom. I just play the games for fun. All right, <laughs> so that's all I have in the info stuff. All right. Getting into the summary. Scientist Dr. Fuji is hired by Giovanni, leader of Team Rocket, to utilize his ex- expertise in cloning in order to create a living weapon based on an eyelash from legendary Pokemon Mew. Fuji is revealed to be allying with Giovanni as a means to fund his side project, the resurrection of his deceased daughter, Amber. I do believe that's all from the anime show, not from this movie. Uh, actually, no. That was. A... I don't remember them bringing up Amber in this. Nope. It was a cut open... It, that entire thing was cut out of the, any English version. Ah. Just about. Oh, that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. In the laboratory, the weapon eventually gains sentience and is named Mewtwo. Mewtwo befriends the salvaged consciousness of Amber, named Amber 2, as well as the clones of other Pokemon in the laboratory. Yeah, they left all this out. <laughs> However, Mewtwo is left deeply traumatized after Amber 2 and the rest of the... Cl- decompose, and die. Wow, this is dark. Wow, okay. <laughs> in order to stabilize him, Fuji tranquilizes Mewtwo, causing him to forget the time he spent with his friends. Okay. You know, for wow. kids. Yeah, for yeah, kids. Yeah, for kids. Oh my word. <laughs> After Mewtwo fur- fully matures and awakens from a long slumber in a laboratory on New Island, he learns of his origin as Mew's clone from Dr. Fuji. Infuriated that Fuji and his colleagues see him as nothing more than an experiment, he unleashes his incredibly strong psychic abilities and telekinetically destroys the laboratory, killing Fuji and the rest of the scientists. Giovanni, witnessing the carnage afar, approaches and convinces Mewtwo to work with him to further develop and perfect his mental abilities. However, after Mewtwo learns of his purpose to be a weapon for Giovanni's benefit, he escapes back to New Island, where he plots revenge against humanity and Pokemon alike. After Mewtwo rebuilds the laboratory and establishes base there, he invites several trainers with hologram messages to battle the world's greatest Pokemon trainer at New Island. Ash, Missy, and Brock receive a message and accept the invitation, but when they arrive at the port city, Old Shore Wharf, Mewtwo creates a storm, causing the boats on the wharf to be closed off for safety. As a result, Ash's group are picked up by Team Rocket disguised as Vikings on a boat. After the storm sinks their vessel in the middle of the ocean, Ash and his friends use their Pokemon instead to reach New Island. Escorted into the island's palace by the woman who appeared in the hologram, Ash and the other trainers who were able to reach the island encounter Mewtwo. 
the woman is revealed to be a brainwashed Nurse Joy after she is released from Mewtwo's mind control. Mewtwo challenges the trainers using cloned Pokemon coincidentally modeled after the deceased friends from his childhood. Meanwhile, Team Rocket also reached New Island and explored its inner sanctum with a Mew innocuously following them. After Mewtwo's clones effortlessly defeat the challengers, Pokemon, he confiscates them and expands his clone army. Ash chases after the, his captured Pikachu down the cloning lab where Team Rocket's Meowth is also cloned. Ash destroys the cloning machine, frees the captured Pokemon, and leads them to confront Mewtwo and his clones. Mew then reveals itself and Mewtwo challenges it in order to prove his superiority. All of the Pokemon originals battle their clones save for a defiant Pikachu and Meowth who make peace with his own clone after realizing the senselessness of their fighting. Horrified by the pain and anguish felt on both sides of the battle, Ash puts himself in between a psychic blast caused by Mewtwo and Mew's fighting, leading Ash to become petrified. Pikachu tries to revive Ash when his with his electricity, but fails. However, the tears of the Pokemon are able to heal and revive Ash. Moved by Ash's sacrifice, Mewtwo realizes that he should not have... He should not have to be judged by his origins, but rather his choices in life. Departing with Mew and the clones, Mewtwo turns his back. Mewtwo turns back time to just before the trainers leave Old Shore Wharf and erases everyone's memories of the event. Back in Old Shore Wharf, the new, the now restored Nurse Joy has returned to reopen the Pokemon Center to shelter the trainers. The storm outside clears up. Ash spotting Mew flying through the clouds, and tells his friends of how he saw another legendary Pokemon the day he left Pallet Town. Which was ho oh by the way. Yep. Meanwhile, Team Rocket find themselves stranded on New Island, but enjoy but enjoy their time there, completely forgetting who they what was what what they were doing there. After the credits, a brief scene shows Mew flying through the mountains, and I have to say, they cut a lot of the interesting parts of the story out. Yeah, yeah, they did. Like like we said earlier, this is a kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm reminded of the story of why Sh uh, Shadow is. Uh, evil in Sonic Adventure 2 because he sees Mar uh, Maria Robotnik die after getting shot down by government agents in yeah. a kid's game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Josh, what is your like for this movie? My like for this movie would have to be the battle animation. Okay. Because it is some of the most like beautiful battle animations in Pokemon. Especially when you compare it to the show. Mm -hmm. With its lower budget, it can't get as elaborate. So, yeah, the mo like the movies to me, and especially the first one, have just like the getting to see what the company can do when they're given a bigger animation budget. All right, uh, Jacob, what's first like? All right, my first like, my only like exactly. What did you like about this film? Well, mine's kind of a twofold because. One, there's a quote in the movie I absolutely love, and it kind of it's very relevant today. Mm -hmm. uh, well, first I'm gonna poke. Uh, I'm gonna first uh, go with uh, the fact of how they designed uh, Mew. You're like a very cute little character. I gotta say, mm -hmm. he's a very mm -hmm. little cute character. But the quote is my number one, and it's very relevant to the day. This is actually from Meowth. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, bear with me for a second. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe if we just start looking at what, what's the same instead of what's different, well, you know, that, that entire scene. I, mean, I, I remember watching it when I was younger, didn't get it. 
but now, like yeah. definitely with how our our world is right now, definitely how our country is, be like that's something that, like we really need to like you know, be like I hate to say it, but from like learn from a Pokemon from a, like, a cat <laughs> that like if I remember correctly from the little understanding of Pokemon that he traded all his scores to talk. Yeah, it's one of the few times they actually bring up experience points in the at least the English version of the yeah. anime. Because he, instead of using all his experience to actually learn fighting moves, he spent it all on being able to, uh, learning how to talk so he could get it on to eventually <laughs> betrayed him. Ouch. Been there, done that. Be a, be a, be a pal. <laughs> That's why you learned how to talk? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just know his pain. Ah. Um, so yeah, this, this quote jumped out to me when I was, when I was watching the other day, um, I was, I was blown. I was like, wait, they just said that. And like, like, like I said earlier, it, it's very relevant for today's times. And, mm-hmm. uh, people really need to be like, cause there's always this infighting with, oh, cause you're different and you're different like us. Uh, I'm always reminded that, um, definitely we talk about, uh, uh, scripture in uh, the Bible it says be like uh, love your neighbors yourself that the love God uh, be like the greatest commandment is this the love your Lord love the, love the Lord your God with all your heart soul and mind and the second is greatest is to love your neighbor as yourself and that's one of the things that the world needs to understand it's like like yeah we have our differences but hey let's you know just get along get along be like there's we have a lot of things in common let's let's work on those instead of mm-hmm. you know fighting over the things that were different so that really when i when i heard that I, I i didn't pause it but it just kept in the back of my mind the entire time and i was like for a kids movie that was a really really yeah so that is my number one and plus only, only my <laughs> own my only statement my, my my only my only number one so what is your my like for this one, in order mm. to explain it, I have to teach you a little bit of trivia if you did not know this. Right, right. Did you know that despite the fact that he can only say the three same, mm. Pikachu's lines can actually be roughly translated into Yeah, English? yeah. For instance, uh, when he refers to Brock, he calls him Pikachu, which is close to his Japanese name, Takashi. Okay. Uh, Misty is... Pikachu P sounds like her Japanese name. Okay. And then Ash is Pikachu, which is Satoshi. Mm. And the reason I bring this up, despite the fact I think I know one of your dislikes, I have to bring up at least the scene up to it. Okay. And that is Pikachu trying to get Ash back. Yeah, I love that. I love that. The entire time you can hear him going, Pikachu. Pika Pika, cry, essentially crying oh, yeah. out Ash's name. Yeah. As best he can. Yeah. Which, I I know he, and one of the things that Pokemon has always brought up is they're obviously more intelligent than, like, say, an animal would yeah. be. The animals that kind of look like, they're far more intelligent than even those are. Yeah. And almost to the point that they're almost on the same level as humans, if not on the same level. Right. So the fact that they show this character... And this always amazes me because this happened with me with Groot too. If mm. we're being honest, in Guardians of the Galaxy, but the fact that this character who has a very limited vocabulary is able to actually elicit such emotion after what is essentially the death of his best friend. Yeah, 
that was that was as far as it, we can impactful. tell, it's, it, Ash just died on screen. Yeah, that was really good. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, they killed the main character. <laughs> yeah. And so that, I appreciate the amount of work that they went, uh, they put into that to make me actually feel sad mm-hmm. for the killing of a 10-year-old who finally, uh, after 20 years, finally won a Pokemon championship. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he's still Finally! <laughs> yes. But, anyway... Uh, that's, that's my like, is the fact that they actually make Pikachu literally one of my least favorite Pokemon because of how much Pikachu is played because he's the franchise's mascot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate how much they actually made this character work so well in this scene because for the most part, anytime you see any other Pokemon, they're kind of, I mean, they have personality. Oh yeah. Especially when you watch the show and you get to know Ash's Pokemon specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so many Pokemon in this in the in the show do just seem like pets that their trainers are commanding, pretty much. And the fact that this character they made this character just so personable. Yeah, it I just appreciated that. So yeah, that is my like. Uh, Josh, your dislike on this. All movie. right, I have a feeling that my dislike and Jacob's dislike might be the same thing. Might be all three of us. Maybe. Go and ahead. that is that. Would it be the very next scene? Magic Pokemon tears are stupid. I agree. <laughs> I have a different dislike because I had knew Jacob was going to pull this. Because <laughs> we've talked about this before. It, it's the sad thing because that scene is so easily... F- you can change it with one little thing. Mewtwo sees Soften. the tears and realizes, oh, wait, they actually care about this human. This human mm-hmm. was willing to sacrifice himself to protect yeah. these Pokemon. Maybe they're not all that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe humans aren't bad. And then use his psychic powers to unpetrify him. Now, if I remember correctly, there is not a petrify status ailment in any no. of the Pokemon game. But hey, maybe is, that's paralyzed. There's, I'm assuming he got paralyzed in reality. So I, you're telling me Brock does not have a paralyzed heal on hand? Uh, maybe, uh, human, he is the world's. Uh, he is trying to be a Pokemon breeder in this ver- in this anime. True, but I mean, just think how often we actually see potions. Get- yeah, true. I think there's only so, like I one mean, episode. The, I mean, the Master Ball only got used one time, and it and didn't it got even swallowed. actually do anything. Yeah, it got swallowed. All right, so it's kind of follow yours. The the fact in the very beginning, I think it's when they're at the harbor, be like this. Wants to talk about like oh the the storm is this and be like and she quotes this very vague prophecy, like very vague yeah, prophecy and it's like right out of nowhere and I'm, yeah and I'm sitting there going was that in the Japanese version? <laughs> yeah, it was it was something about like you know Pokemon tears have have not been seen or something like that and like kind of alluding to the very end, but I'm like that makes zero sense. Well, we are talking about the Pokemon anime that does not even follow the logic of of the video games. That is true. They kind of just do whatever the plot requires. That is true. (laughs) Plot armor. So, yeah. That's the kind of... For the most part, I forgive the Pokemon tears, because that's obviously the deus ex machina. Yeah, exactly. That's what they needed to have the happy ending. And plus... why I don't really consider it my dislike. My dislike, if you don't mind me jumping ahead of you. Go ahead. I hate their new rendition. Not, I, 
I don't know how hard it would have been just to get the regular guy to do the or to use the long version I know they had recorded as the theme song in that opening part because that mm-hmm. theme song is epic, which is why that's why it's been used so often. Why it's being used now in the uh, or was used in Detective Pikachu for at least a scene about Pokemon at a news conference thing. Mm. Oh, Pikachu uh, sings it in or Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he yeah. sings yeah, a sad awesome. version of it. <laughs> Right, and even that version's better than this soft rock with extra spacing between the lyrics that does not necessary, and trying to put some hip hop vibe on it. I guess okay. I don't know what type of music they were trying to go for. Okay, I, I do want to make a really small plug. Uh, I did find uh, there's a artist on YouTube called Jonathan Young. And yes, his version of it is awesome. His version good. is awesome. He got the original guy who did it oh, yeah, to dude, do yeah. the do it with him. That can is I, so cool. Can I plug the cooler version of this? Okay, that what video is Video Games Live did with okay. that guy. Really? Played by the full symphony orchestra. Oh, dude. That is you need to go look that listen watch that version if you want to. I will definitely it. check it out. Um so yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Also, I like the version Power Glove did because it's heavy metal. Oh, Power okay. Glove's version is awesome. Yeah. All right. So my dislike, minus the Ash has plot armor. Uh, I just don't like Pokemon. No, it's not that. I'm surprised that is not a, an item in the games by now. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever add a petrify status element, that will have to be the way you clear it. No, uh, my dislike it has nothing to do with tears. It is how do we get our happy ending? You. That is still kind of connected to the tears. It is, in a way. But you're like me in that you don't like Deus Ex Machina. No, no, that's not it. That's not it, because you, you have all this buildup. Ash sacrifices himself. Everybody learns this great lesson that we should not be fighting Pokemon for our, for our own yes. entertainment and fighting themselves. <laughs> and then what happens is that Mewtwo wipes everything out, and then they go back hours later, and they forget what they happened. They, so they forget. nobody learned the lesson. Exactly. And that hacked me up beyond belief. It's kind of like a certain other Disney movie that did that. <laughs> and here I am just thinking, why did Mewtwo not also transport Jesse James and Meowth away from New Island? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, they I know they're the bad guy goofballs, but come on. I mean, and, don't get me wrong. I love the that last shot of them on the island having no idea what's going on. It's like, hey, <laughs> what are we doing here for? But still, they should have been transported right. They should have been getting re- getting that Viking ship ready. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is that is my number one dislike is the fact that we like everything they build up at that very last moment at the the battle and uh it's like you have where this the the torment and the, the pokemon fighting each other uh the our characters learning the lesson like hey i think we shouldn't do this we shouldn't be fighting po- having pokemon fight each other this is wrong mm-hmm. and i was like thank you <laughs> but then no it's like oh i be like everyone should forget what happened. He f- wipes everybody's memory out, and oh, let's go back to fighting fighting Pokemon. Let's- you do know there's a difference Ugh. between the fight at the end of that movie and the fight fighting that Pokemon normally do because there is okay. a regulated match. There are rules. It's like boxing. It's so like it's cockfighting. If we're being real specific, yeah, but, yes. But at the same time, the Pokemon are 
sentient enough to want to actually participate. But at the human's expense. But but at the human's... Um, be like, the, the whole reason they're doing it is to, to gain something for themselves. Am I right? What, the, po- the, the trainers? The trainers. No. They're, they're, they're capturing Pokemon for they can become... Yo, okay, that's Ash's dream to become a Pokemon champion. Yeah. That's not necessarily everyone's dream. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Shuttle. Brock wants to be Some the world's people... greatest Pokemon breeder. Right. Ash's mom just wants for, wants someone to hang out with her while Ash is gone. Got a Mr. Mime. And okay. Professor Oak. Well, that makes sense. That makes and sense. And his 40 million Tauros that Ash caught. <laughs> that the Ash anime didn't show because that episode got cut. Because they because uh, a guy put an, a gun in Ash's face. <laughs> I've seen that clip of it, and it's like, okay. Yeah. This gets a little dark. There's a reason that episode was cut. Yeah. Well, there's also, like, kind of... Yeah, there is the Porygon episode, too, that will never be shown ever again, unless you happen to ha- watch the version of Yeah. Which he, I don't suggest No, watch. as far as I understand, yeah. I, I don't, issues, don't that, watch Yeah, I don't, are, I don't want to twitch and bark th- all over the place. I think there have been uh, people that have tried to edit it to where it won't trigger mm-hmm. epilepsy because mm-hmm. that would be the an thing. easy thing to change you just edit the way that the colors did yeah well like, also or edit when, out the well, flashing I'll, completely and see here's the thing everyone blames porygon for Poor that porygon. that's why por that's why porygon has never shown up in the anime since that episode it was Pikachu's fault. Porygon had nothing to do with it. It was Pikachu's fault because he's the one who did a thunderbolt inside of a computer. Goofy it's a weird w- episode in general, but it's all a cover-up. Stinking rodent. Yes, it's a, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 my own one dislike. Uh, I can I I draw the comparison to a uh, a Disney movie most recently, Princess and the Frog, which I still haven't watched. Yeah. Uh, there's, I love this. I'd be like, it's a great movie. Be like, it's, it's a, it's a callback to 2d animation. It's got a great story and not to spoil it, uh, to when we ever get around for those of you who've watched the movie, you probably know what I'm talking about. And I'll explain it whenever we get around to reviewing this film. I have a problem with the ending. So what you're saying is. We'll get there when, when we, we get, get there. there. <laughs> exactly. It's a callback to our other show. Exactly. So, yeah, that's like they throw away everything they learned at the end of the movie. And it's like, oh, let's go back to everything is normal. I'm like, they, they could have kept something, but no, they didn't. Anyway. That's, that, that's, that's my dislike. So that brings us to the end of our likes and dislikes. Yes. So we need to actually give our rating for yes. this movie. Josh, what's your rating for this movie? My rating is an 8 out of 10. Okay. Okay. It, to Do me, you want to expand on that? <laughs> to me, I mean, as a Pokemon fan, I remember as a kid, this was a huge deal. It oh, was yeah. like, you know, mm. this like show that has essentially taken over it's like almost all the only show or games and stuff that's being talked about uh, in like school. Like at that point, I would have been seven or eight. So, you know, I was right in that target age. I was in high school. Junior high. So, you know, it was like you know, this huge thing is getting a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, and I, it's, I feel if you are a Pokemon fan, you're likely to love it. 
mm-hmm. you're not a Pokemon fan, you're probably going to be confused. All righty. Yeah. All right. So you're my rating, Jacob. my rating, uh, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a six. Be like it's it's just above the. Be like it's it's a good movie. I don't like the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they could have done something better. Maybe explain that a little better. But um, it's got some great moments. Uh, I love the quote. I love the uh, when uh, Pikachu is trying his best and pouring his heart out, pouring his soul out, trying to uh, revive Ash. Uh, there again, po- uh, Pokemon Tears is stupid, like uh, Josh said earlier. Um, but it's it's a good movie. Uh, the other movies uh, are probably animated a lot better. In, in the uh, uh, going forward, going forward, uh, but other than that, it's 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 a good movie. It's a good movie, and yeah, six or six point oh, whichever. All right, I'm giving it a seven. Okay, uh, it's a good movie. It does what it sets out to do, which is let's show Pokemon on a theater screen, which honestly. It does that. It does it very well. You get, like you said earlier, we get a lot of good fight scenes involving the Pokemon. We actually get introduced to like a, at least one uh, Gen two Pokemon. I Don think fan. that was not already shown before. Yeah, Don fan. Um, it was a good movie. I mean, it's it's not the best movie out there, but I mean, it was still a fun movie, and I enjoy it for what it is. So yeah, I'm giving it a seven. All right. So that brings us to the end of the review, which means I do for the have, first time. And oh, sorry, go ahead. I do have uh, one more thing I wanted to say, and that's or two more things. First off, four kids in this clearly didn't know what they were talking about on things, since at least twice Pokemon were misnamed. Uh, one guy, while petting his Pidgeot, says, "Oh, there's no problem getting here on my Pidgeotto," and then I missed that actually, but yeah. And then uh, Team Rocket seeing a silhouette of Scyther and saying, oh, that's Alakazam. Yeah, I noticed that one, too. It's like the people who wrote this did not know their Pokemon. I, I heard about that. I heard about that. But uh, I will say, when they did remake this movie, they cut out my favorite joke. What would that be? The Viking joke. Oh, yeah. Like, well, well they, they, they I made didn't it know Vikings were around before. anymore. Well, that's because they mainly live in Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, that, that is a great. That joke. That, that was good. That was good. Minus Viking ships weren't designed like that, and no. plus they had sails. <laughs> we are talking about Team Rocket, the the team who, while despite the fact Ash, Misty, and Brock never see through their disguises, everyone else really should be. Yeah, that is definitely true. Definitely, we do. That is true. They're not meant to be, you know. Very good disguises in the first that, place. That, that is true, but at least they could have gave idiot. it a sale. Yes. But either because way. Because let's face it, Jesse and James and Meowth are the trio we love to hate and hate to love, I guess. I don't know. That is true. It's always enjoyable to see them. Goof up every time. Mm. Anyway, uh, that brings us to the end, of the, uh, the end of the episode, and we need to roll for our next movie. And for the first time in a while, we're actually adding... All new movies. Clean slate. To the list. Which the last time I think we did this was back at episode 12, which was uh, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've done. Uh, 
Jacob, what do you have here on the first on number one here? On the my list? number one would be My Hero Academia, Two Heroes. Okay, and you've never seen this movie? No, I never have. You added this movie for somebody else essentially to get him on the show, possibly, or get him back on the show. Yes. Okay, just verifying this. Yes. Uh, I'm putting on the list uh, for uh, number two, King's Glaive Final Fantasy 15, to end the, our Final Fantasy trilogy of movies. Okay. Until something else happens. Yeah. At number three, I've also got Hercules, uh, Disney's Hercules. Okay. Uh, what is this here? You- All right. To quote the character, <laughs> that would be Disney's Lilo and Stitch. I was about to say, because I didn't understand that at all. Of course not. It's supposed to be very disgusting what he says. I'll take your word for it. Uh, at number five, I have another sequel uh, movie, Batman versus Two-Face. Ooh. This is the last production Adam West ever worked on. So, yeah, it is a sequel to uh, Return of the Caped Crusaders. Sater. And uh, what do you got here at number six? Uh, would be a more recent film that came out a couple of, uh, I think it was like last year it came out. That neither one of us have seen. No. Uh, which I've kind of been looking forward to, and I already ha- I've, I have. Uh, I have it too. Yeah. Spies <laughs> in Disguise. Alrighty. So, we have an issue here. Alright. What's the issue? The issue is, normally, the person who rolls is the, per- is the person opposite of who put the movie on the list. Right. Neither one of us put Pokemon on the list. <laughs> no. It was just more excuse to get Josh on the show. Pretty much. Um, and technically, the last one, Dragon Ball Z, The Dead Zone, yeah. I put on the list, but we were just trying to get the list cleared. That is true. So I think what we need to do in order to determine who rolls the dice is a quick game of rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Best two out of three. Okay. What is that? Okay. <laughs> One more. Okay, you get to roll. Bam! Roll on the DVDs. All right, we rolled a number four, which puts on there Lilo and Stitch. Ooh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie. one because I love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, it is a good movie. So uh, join us next week as we uh, learn about uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Ohana means family. That's what I've been told, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let's uh, before that, you know, thank you, thank you again, Josh, for yeah. coming oh, and yes. thank yes, you for having thank me. Thank you so much, Josh, for uh, coming and joining us. Uh, this was very interesting because there again, I wasn't a huge Pokemon fan, and I probably learned a lot about Pokemon <laughs> between you and Drew. Uh, that was that was actually a lot of fun. It was very entertaining. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! Where can they find you on the the social internet webs stuff? And Uh, do you have anything else to promote? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, On Twitter, it's at RKOStunner619. And on Instagram, it's at TheRealRKOStunner619. All right, so is there anything you want to promote? Uh, I'll go ahead and promote the other podcast that I'm a huge supporter of, if you're okay with that. Sure. Uh, it is called The Nerd of Godcast. It is okay. a fantastic podcast if you are both a Christian and a nerd. Okay. 
I've actually listened to one episode when you you recommended it. It was it was really good actually. And I was actually okay. on an episode not too long ago. All right, so ah, go, okay, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. And so go go check them out. Um, yeah, what's the name again? The Nerd of Godcast. Awesome. So guys, go check it out if you want to. And uh, there again, thank you, Josh. And uh, yep. hope to have hope. Huh? I don't know, Austin. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, awesome. Yep. And uh, if you want to come back, uh, we're, you're more than welcome to. Sweet. So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.